I feel that a well-traveled person just has a better outlook on life. Small hometown things don't seem as big once you know what the real world is like. And then just, I'm very artistic and I feel like a lot of that is because I've seen so many places and experienced so many different things. Travels become such a important thing for millennials now. Like everyone just wants to go to new places and experience new things. I love that travel for the two of you isn't just what your, your business is, isn't just what your brand is. It's like, it is the thing that's fueling your creativity, it sounds like. Hi, I'm Michelle, an entrepreneur and creative business coach. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a social media and digital content strategist. We're friends with a shared passion for creativity in all its forms. Through this podcast, you'll find ideas to help up your game and share experiences with a community of creatives who understand what it's like to work and create in the digital world. If the episode you're about to hear sparks something inside of you, share your voice by connecting with us on social media at pod for creatives on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This show is going to be a little bit different. Obviously, Steve is not here, but instead, it's going to be an all-girl episode. I am here with my sister, Laura Tropiano, and her, what do you like to be known as? Partner? Friend? Everything. Biz partner? Besties? You know? Yeah. Kind of just switch up the titles. Okay. It's not definitive. Yeah. We should probably tell who this is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sierra Kiarsis. And these two girls are the brains behind See and Explore, which started as an Instagram account, but has now really grown into its own brand. And Steve and I thought it would be really fun to interview other creative people who are doing cool things. So yeah, of course, I'm going to start with, with my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so give us a follow on uh, at and Explore. <laughs> oh, wow, you're hopping into the plug right Yeah, away. yeah. yeah. Cool. Plugging away. This yeah. is how you grow. Yes. So why don't we start by, let's just give a little bit of a background. How do you guys know each other? So Sierra was actually our sister Lisa's roommate in college, so I've known her since I was a lot younger, since I was in, I think, middle school. Like, the way we started this was very random like obviously we follow each other on Instagram and both of us had been traveling a lot and we we're just putting up a lot of pictures and one day Sierra texts me and she's like you know what we should we should just start an Instagram together and I was like yeah why why not why wouldn't we do that that's <laughs> just kind of how it started it wasn't like a yeah. pre-planned thing it was kind of like I like your stuff you like my stuff let's let's just do something with it and then yeah kind of just hit the ground running we are just so similar in like our style like photography style we're such foodies we just have so many similarities when it comes to like food and travel um and our instagrams just look so similar that we were like we should just combine and at first it was like kind of like a pipe dream we're like yeah we should do that one day but then we just did it and haven't looked back so i really love that see and explore started because you guys were fans of each other's work that you yes. were already doing yeah. so you were both already kind of really into the whole Instagram thing which I really appreciate because yeah. I'm really into Instagram as well um and that your styles were already cohesive yeah, yeah. Cohesive. Mm-hmm. so it didn't really take work for you guys to have to come up with a brand I mean your brand is is you guys and what you were already doing yeah. but I think that True. bringing it together has 
brought it to like to new places I mean yeah you talk a lot about like Instagram crushes that Mm -hmm. you have on your feed and we definitely have a lot of those one of our favorites is like hey Davina she's this (laughs) blogger from New York City she just has these gorgeous photos so we'll always be like DMing each other like oh my gosh did you see this photo today just stuff like that so we already had like like-minded crushes like people Mm -hmm. we kind of like aspired to get to their following at some point it was very authentic. Um, yeah. I love Like, that. we weren't forcing anything. Yeah. Tell us about some of your other Instagram crushes. Uh, let's this see. It's getting really girly. There is... Yeah. <laughs> there is this girl, um, Alyssa. Uh, she's this girl from Connecticut, and she just has, like, a very similar Alyssa style. Marconi. Marconi. Yeah. And I don't even know if she's a blogger. She yeah. might just be, an, like, straight-up Instagrammer. Yeah. And her style, like, she's from Connecticut, so she's from, like... A similar area that we are and she seems to do a lot of the things that we do and take pictures of the same sort of things and we just like are obsessed with her style she might even use the same filter (laughs) yeah honestly I think she does it's crazy because Instagram gives you the opportunity to connect with people that you never would and you just like become fans of them I think it's just changed so much where you know with social media used to just be like you're following celebrities but now Mm -hmm. it's just normal people that you're following and looking up to that um, become celebrities yeah in in our eyes yes in our eyes definitely like the local ones like in Philly since Philly's so small the blog community is so small so you kind of know everyone so like Vivian yeah um Audi we love um carolyn Barr, like there's just and we've started to dm with them so they're not yeah. just like crushes anymore they're yeah. like full-on <laughs> relationships or insta relationships right yeah, insta relationships. and um, we love like dame traveler and like some of the bigger yeah uh, instagrammers also i know a lot of people do this but one of the things that we do when we post we always tag other accounts more so the bigger mm-hmm. accounts in hopes that they'll you know repost our photos which you know hasn't happened a ton yet but I think just getting the engagement like a lot of them will like our photos so like people with you know thousands of followers so yeah it's definitely that they like our content at least so yeah we're getting on their radar and I think that you guys get reposted a ton especially uh Sierra you mentioned so I probably should have said this but Sierra is based in Philly Laura mm-hmm. is based in New York City slash Hoboken, New Jersey, which is very close by to New York City. So you guys feature those three areas a lot in addition yeah. to all the places you travel to because both of you travel a lot. But I feel like I see the Philly accounts repost your stuff mm-hmm. a lot. And Often. That's, that's been really cool. And you've said yeah. that you've kind of started to feel like you guys are actually part of this community yeah. now right yeah for sure because it's such a small community since it's, it's such a small city I think just the ex- it's easier exposure and there's just like not as much of us so I think it's easier to get recognized and we have been featured a lot on their Instagrams um just like reposting our pictures which is so cool because then we can connect with the rest of you know this small community here in Philly and then they obviously tell people and share on their page and at least just give us a follow and a like, you know, back, yeah. which is really cool. We did with some Hoboken. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of, Instagrams. I mean, Hoboken girls, like the Instagram account of Hoboken. Mm-hmm. She, it's a legit company. Like, you yeah. know, she has a whole staff. Um, so we've gotten engagement from them, which is really cool. But I just think like what really 
sets us apart from other accounts and given there are a lot of people that do this but we're kind of covering two different cities so it's like we're doing it together but we have such a a similar style but we're Mm -hmm. taking photos like of our respective cities and then we kind of like have our whole travel schedule which is kind of like the whole other part of what we love to do not just focusing on our cities but planning out where we're going to go next and what we're going to take pictures of. All right, we're going to get back to that travel thing. Yeah. I feel like there's a whole lot <laughs> yeah. to be had there. Yeah. But um, I want to go back to what you mentioned about the DMs because I found that in my business that DMs are kind of like a very, very underutilized way of connecting with people mm-hmm. and marketing, um, especially connecting with fans. Like over the last year, I found that there have been people who I've, known about but have like I consider to be friends now just because we DM at least once a week um so tell me about some of your DM conversations that you've had with other people and like how does that even start because I think that there may be some people listening who maybe haven't used the DM feature or Mm -hmm. may be nervous or apprehensive about approaching somebody else like how does that yeah how does that little conversation I think, start I think I know we were just talking about this but I think Ciara's definitely been better at that and connecting with people in the Philly area but honestly we get a lot more than I feel like we reach out to other people mm-hmm. people just yeah. be like oh my gosh this place is awesome like how did you find it or I think you get a lot that are like I'm coming to Philly this weekend. Like, where should I go? So it's kind of that they're looking towards us to give them recommendations and stuff. And it's literally just a matter of you see something on like our story that they like, and Mm -hmm. then they send us a message and then it kind of just like spurs a back and forth, almost like a texting conversation. Um, But there have definitely been people like I know Ashley Brooke, like in Florida, I've, she like took a photo of her, dresser one day and it had like I this perfume that I wear every day and I messaged her and I was like oh that's like my favorite perfume can't live without it and she's like I know right you know so it's just stuff like that you're like oh my god they yeah now we're besties like you know just stuff like that they you know it makes you feel excited because they're I think a lot of it snowballs from stories yeah right because like you're it's you're basically live posting um and you post a lot more on your stories throughout the day than you do post like actual photos. So I think that that's like the best way for people who want to start reaching out or like connecting with other Instagrammers is if they post something on their story, you know, you can reply to it like, Oh, I love that spot. Um, you know, what's your favorite thing to order there? Or like, Oh my God, I've been looking for a Mexican place. Like this looks like a great one. Like, do you recommend I go there? I feel like that's, probably where most of our DM conversations stem mm-hmm. from is stories because they're just like in the moment and then yeah. it just snowballs into a conversation and a connection. And I think a lot of people respond to ours like that too, because we're constantly posting on stories, yeah. you know, like we like to post like the decor and the ambiance, but then also like the food and the drinks. So like we're posting all throughout the day. And I think the more stories we put up, the more DMs we get. Yep. Oh, that's a great tip. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it makes such a difference. Like you want, I think a lot of the times too, when we post a photo, we'll think of ways to compliment the photo. So say we're, I know we'll get into travel a little bit more, but you know, if we go somewhere and it's like a later photo, like a week later, like, Oh, just went to Florida, check this out. And then we'll put on our story 
like other places yeah. we went in that area like oh and then go check out our picture and then people are more inclined to engage with it I think it definitely right. makes a difference for us so your story strategy is really you tell a story through each one of those mm-hmm. slides like you rarely put up a single you may put up a single post like I know Sierra I've noticed that sometimes during the week like if you go to a cool restaurant or a coffee shop like you may put up just like one maybe two photos but Mm -hmm. you guys have done for the most part have done more extensive stories where you will tell the story of a day or an experience in a city or even within one um restaurant or or coffee shop or bar or whatever and I think that that's really cool and also an underutilized tactic I think that people use stories like if they see something cool or they want to like say something but like don't stop after one try to show more of like the details try to paint the picture of what you're experiencing and Mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of where that engagement is coming from is is you are showing close-up shots you're showing what the location looks like and then people get really excited and they want to see more yeah and I also think obviously Instagram has a feature where you can post more than one photo instead of like just a single photo on if you're doing an actual post post. but obviously I think a lot of bloggers and including us we don't like no one does that really Mm -hmm. if you're you just want to do like one post so Mm -hmm. it kind of like allows you to expand on it yeah and then I think a lot of the times Instagram's trou- uh, <laughs> algorithm sometimes screws with us, but um, if you miss our posts, at least you're seeing on our story and then we'll be like, oh, go check out our posts. So it's kind of like a way to promote us if yeah. you follow us. Yeah. 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 And have you guys been, I should know this, but have you been saving your stories using the archive yeah. feature? Yeah. We like just started doing that. Yeah. Um, but we just started doing, is it featured stories? Is that what that new, like... Um, yeah, it's like... Is it, that what you mean? Yeah, when yeah. you go to your um, Instagram profile, it's the little circles that appear above your yeah. main feed and below your profile. We, like, just started use, utilizing that. I think that it's a good place to store all of your favorite stories because there's days where we'll do, like, a full story and we'll text each other and be like, oh, my God, that story was so good. We got in so much <laughs> stuff it was so colorful it was so fun yeah um so the fe- these story features are such a great way to save them and then people who are like just starting to follow you now can see stories that you posted like last winter yeah and it's Which great because is- it it saves everything for you so you yeah. know we just started doing this and we already had a full collection just saved to us like we all we need to do is just add it into all the different buckets so oh, and it was like a so fun way to look that. yeah it was just a fun way to look back on everything that we've done yeah. too you guys as instagram users i'm just curious because i love that story feature Um, And I do like looking back on on my own, but I have found that I don't really look at other people's unless I'm going to their profile for the first time. (laughs) Yep. How about you guys? Same. Absolutely. For sure. I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly not sure if other people do it, but I think most of the time people aren't going on and just like looking at your page a lot again, unless it's the first time you're discovering someone, but 
But it's cool because then you get a better sense of the type of content that 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 they put out, and then you can right. determine if you want to follow them or not. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's really I think now your way of like making a good first impression. Yeah, it used to be there used to be so much emphasis put on like your grid because that's the first yeah. thing yeah. That people see, and I do think that still exists because that's yeah you know a bigger part of the your little Instagram profile, but the stories are probably secondary to that and. Maybe yeah. they get hooked by your grid, but the stories is where they're going to go in and dive deeper and then fall in love with you. And so many people have such specific um, styles yeah. in, their, in how they post their stories, um, whether it's like the fonts or the colors they use or how they, you know, use their wording. Um, so, And there's some people that, like, if I saw their story and didn't see their the profile name there, I'd know exactly who it was. Because they have such, like, a specific style. I love that. such a good sign of, like, a good brand. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And speaking of good brands, you guys, I mean, there are so many Instagram accounts and blogs, Mm -hmm. like, like you guys have, that are, that are travel, that go to cool places, but you guys really have your own voice, and I do recognize yours when I see it, even without seeing your name. So what do you feel like those elements or, or those ingredients are? I mean, you mentioned the filter before. Yeah. Are you guys comfortable um, sharing your, your filter that you use? Or do you want to keep it under wraps? secret? Uh, should we keep it a secret? <laughs> no, you know what? I think we could share it. Um, yeah. We So we use the app VSCO Cam, which mm-hmm. is awesome people are always like oh my gosh your photos look so professional what camera do you use I say I use my iPhone Mm -hmm. I open up the VSCO app and then we use C1 and it just kind of makes all of our colors pop and again we use it for every photo so when you are going to our profile you'll see that we have a very cohesive grid where all the colors kind of mesh and Sierra will always say to me she's like oh we're doing so great with reds this week or we're doing so great with blues this week so sometimes it determines like what photo we want to post if we're Mm -hmm. going back and forth like what photos should we be posting today and you know I'll give a couple different options and Sierra will say oh we should do this one we have a lot of blues on our page today so I don't know it it definitely blends together um yeah I think one of the biggest ingredients to our recipe is cohesiveness yes whether it's with the yeah the colors or having the same filter um just like the theme of everything like we like to stay cohesive regardless of like which area it's from yeah and I definitely uh, think our our language and our tone is yeah, very consistent I want you guys to talk about this <laughs> and it's honestly what we were talking about earlier like it being planned a lot of it's not it's kind of mm-hmm. you know when we started we're like we have a very similar style in terms of not only photos but the way that we communicate things we kind of like a little like funny punny tone and that's just how we are as people I feel like even my friends have always been like oh what should I put as this caption and I'm like oh let me just think of something (laughs) it's just kind of fun I don't know I've always loved to write so I think it's something that kind of comes naturally and I think definitely mm-hmm. the same for you but yeah. there are definitely days where we're like I have Stumped. no idea what to make for this caption and then we'll just rely on each other like yeah Sarah will come up with something and I'm like perfect okay done <laughs> yeah that's part of our cohesive yeah. plan is the captions also we yeah. try to say like witty and funny always put a pun in there and if we can't think of a pun which sometimes we're so stumped 
um, we'll just like think of something cute and funny. We try to have a little humor with it, even with our stories. Yeah. Um, cause that's just like who we are. So yeah. like going back to the whole like authentic thing, like mm-hmm. we don't want to be this like very serious, you know, like blogger, you know, like intensity, like we are like funny, lighthearted people. Yes. Like, that's we are always quoting movies and you know, yeah. no, <laughs> just absolutely. being ridiculous. So that's we wanted that to carry yeah. over you can't base someone that you're not so yeah. we just try and have fun with it love it yeah. that's the best way to do it and right. I also think that I know that you guys probably didn't strategically plan this but you guys are both I'd like to consider myself a millennial even though I'm probably I'm like the oldest age no, you are getting, a yeah. full millennial but you guys <laughs> you guys are true millennials and I think yeah. that one of the things that you've done is you always use really short captions, but like, it's just, it's just a, it's a punch. Yep. You don't, right. you don't mess around. You don't spend days writing, you know, essays. You no. just, you say something really funny and witty that people relate to and everyone, like anyone who looks at it is going to like enjoy it or laugh or smile yeah. and then want to engage with your photo. You're not wasting their time. I think one of right. my favorite things about it also is we do the three dots after our caption. So it automatically does like the three dots for us so that you open it up so it's just like we say something we hook them and then it's like dot 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 I don't know it's just kind of like, <laughs> That's like a, thing a leading thing it's yeah. like oh, we just said that and then <laughs> we just said yeah that. yeah <laughs> Mike. I drop. think on our blog like we're a little deeper on our blog yeah but mm-hmm. still we keep it like fun and lighthearted. like our blog is more about the photos as well yeah it's, um you know we have a lot of lists of restaurants and places, um, things to do, obviously, because that's like our main goal with the blog. But um, besides like the recommendations and the photos, we do have a little bit of writing, but it's it runs very parallel to our Instagram. Like it's short and short and sweet and, you know, has a little bit of humor in it. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times everyone's different. Some people honestly like to read really long content, but for us, we kind of just want to get to the point again, kind of integrating that like funny, punny, um, sarcastic tone mm-hmm. in the beginning. And we will usually do like two to three paragraphs on our blog and then kind of hit them with like a gallery of photos yeah. and then link out all, you know, some recommended places so that they can go and look at the websites and then decide if they want to go themselves. Very cool. So I want to back it up first because I really, I'm hoping that people might listen to this interview with you guys who may have want to start something like this either to start an Instagram account or a blog and when you guys started it was solely an Instagram account for the first few months and I should also say that you guys started this when last fall October October of 2017 17 yeah I'm just I'm still in awe of how much you've grown since then and we are recording this now in May 2018. So it's really just been six yeah. months. Yeah. I'm, it's incredible. I'm, I'm really proud of us. We you should be. Yeah. We've definitely come a long way. Um, yeah. So at what point had you always planned on doing the blog and it was just like, let's just get this up and running and then we'll get to this later? Or like, what was the game plan behind that? Yeah, I feel like it was kind of like a given. Yeah. You know, we were like, we're going to start an Instagram. So it just comes along with the blog. Yeah. Um, there wasn't any question about it. And we waited a little bit to have some content because we didn't want to force it. Even now, we're very particular about when we post our blog posts. Like, obviously, like, life gets in the way and that 
you know, kind of determines when we post, but we also won't post just for the heck of it. You know, we'd like to have a lot of content up there. I think that once we had a good following on the Instagram was when we started posting on on the blog and once we had some good content from like trips we were taking and obviously it'll pick up in the summer because we're you know vacationing more I think that once we kind of got like a comfortable file following it was clear that we have the opportunity to kind of expand on what we're doing and again because we kind of use those like short captions and we really rely on our stories to get out more information we kind of needed a a different outlet where we can expand on the information that we were putting out there. Um, and I think a lot of the times when we go, when we travel places, we kind of want to give a rundown of everything that we did. And then, you know, if people are going on similar trips, they kind of have a resource where they can go back and say, Oh, Hey, look at where Sierra or, or where Laura went they have this like list of great restaurants that they went to cool places and they can just go to our blog and then you know look at a particular post both of you mentioned oh when we had a good following how did you measure that was it a number or was it that you felt like you were getting engagement and that like people were listening like what was your indicator I feel like it was both. I don't think it was a specific number mm-hmm. because we definitely want to continue to grow but I think it was just when ourselves we felt comfortable that it was like I don't know it definitely the engagement part people are commenting on our photos and DMing us so it it was clear that you know we have the opportunity to expand on it Mm -hmm. a little bit more yeah I think having repeat like the same people um commenting and liking Mm -hmm. that kind of let us know that we had a following and because the same people were coming back and probably like after you hit 500 you know you have at least a little bit of a substantial following. Yeah. And so maybe after that, it might have even been before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the engagement was probably one of the biggest things that let us know we had a following. Yeah, I think that once we started setting up business meetings with each other, we knew it was real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, got an, a calendar. Yes, we got a calendar. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how it is working together considering you know, just like Steve and I, we, I think probably have a lot of the same, you know, struggles, not that it's, it's a big struggle, but, um, you know, working in different cities and coordinating, like, what is your, your working style? Like, how do you guys make all the magic happen? I get, like, this is definitely one of those winging things. We usually just, will be texting and we'll say, you know, are you free? you know, next Wednesday. We definitely try and have a Skype meeting. I think we've been pretty solid at doing it at least once a month. And it's becoming more frequent now. Um, Sometimes like every other week, I would say. Yeah. We try and like hop on a Skype meeting and then, and just like kind of plan for the next few weeks. Yeah. And sometimes we get a little bit derailed and talk about things that (laughs) are irrelevant but we always get back on track Ah, I think that that is an essential ingredient to to a partnership yeah like you guys are are genuine friends yeah right your brand would not be as strong as it was without without those side conversations and Steve and I definitely have the same thing Yeah. yeah and I think again obviously you don't really need like face-to-face interaction now with all these different resources Mm -hmm. that we have but we definitely have set up upcoming things like I'm planning to go to Philly in June so we're we're trying to do more meetups where we can bring out content together where Mm -hmm. we're kind of 
in the same place at the same time um and maybe and just keeping um open communication yeah like we talk every day like multiple Mm -hmm. times throughout the day just like about different things whether it's the post we're posting that day or just like a blog post or just like things we're thinking of yeah like we're we keep an open dialogue throughout the day every day just like so if you have an idea we could just like throw it down on a text so it's like out there so we don't forget or like just like running things by each other probably like because we're friends we're so like comfortable Mm -hmm. doing that so it's very easy but um keeping like open communication is probably like the best thing like we're not afraid to run anything by each other like nothing is silly or stupid because like we're doing this together you know for the first time you know we were never bloggers or like professional instagrammers (laughs) in our previous you know lives (laughs) so like we're doing everything together for the first time and I would say 100% of the time we're agreeing on things there I I honestly can't think of one time where I've where you've texted me something with an idea and I was like no, I disagree with this or like most of the time I don't even really have advice on how to make it better because it would have been what I was thinking. So I, right. I think it's just, yeah, yes, having that open dialogue, but having also being on the same page and just, we already have the same style. We already have the same ideas. So yeah. it's, it, it kind of just works out. Right. I know. I feel like it's hard for us to like give advice to like yeah. <laughs> business partners because I'm like, it's just been so easy for us. Like I can't even give you like good advice or tips on like, you know, how to deal with a business partner when you're like disagreeing. Yeah. (laughs) I think that that, don't. Yeah. And I think that we talked a little bit about this in a past episode. And I think the answer is, especially like in today's world, we're working on creative projects like this, that this was like a voluntary thing. Work with people that you know, you get along with, that you know that you agree with. And that you respect. And I think that that's like a big part of it. Like Steve and I have said this a million times. Like we may not always be 100% on the same page, but we respect each other enough to like say like, oh, hey, like, why don't we try this? And it never feels like a threatening thing. It's always like, oh, yeah, of course. Like we yeah. could definitely do that. Totally. I totally agree with that. And how about logistically? Are there any, it sounds like text and communication is your primary tool. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Outside of that, you, so you both take photos and you both use iPhones. Um, do you use like Dropbox or do you use like a shared? Like, we just have an iPhoto share album, which okay. is so easy. So yeah, a and lot we put of, everything in there. Everything. Like we throw everything, even if it's like a little excessive, yeah. just so we can like like each other's photos so we know, you know, which, which one the other one is liking. And um, that helps us narrow it down to what we want to post, I think. Um, and then that's great for us when you know, we're stumped on a post, I'll be like, Oh, Laura, look back to that, you know, stream of photos you had when you were in, you know, Florida last year, like that was that one of, you know, whatever mm-hmm. of that salad looked great. Like, yeah, you know, throw that one up there. Remember that salad from last October? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, but I think it's, it's just really easy to, you know, it's, it's like natural. You just take a bunch of photos, you, we throw them in VSEO, and then we put them into our share drive right away so that we just yeah. have it. We're just constantly, we'll always say, like, we have so much content. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we have so many photos we haven't even posted yet. So, it, like, even if we're not going anywhere, we just have so much you from know. past trips or yeah. past weekends that we've kind of built up now. Um, I think the other thing that we utilize is a calendar. So, we have yeah. a Google Calendar that 
um, we can both access through our see and explore, um, Gmail account. So we're like always putting in like trips that were, that are coming up in there. Um, like we'll post when we want to, um, post a blog post on there. Other, like just things going on when we're going to see each other, like we'll put all of that in the calendar. So yeah. that just like keeps us up to date with each other's schedules. In the beginning, we didn't really have like a set schedule on, on Instagram posts, but now we just do every other day, cool. which has worked. I feel like yeah. we, we were trying to think of a, of an easy system where it didn't have to be too complicated. And now that we just do a photo every day, every other day, it's just like, okay, I know yeah, I have to post today. Rhythm. Yeah. And yeah. are you, when you say every other day, is that just for your main feed image or is that stories too? Stories, we don't really have a, a definitive process yet. Um, I think it's more so, again, when we do put up a specific travel post, then we'll say, okay, let's just do like a, a travel takeover today where it's touching yeah. upon a certain place, but it's a lot more in the moment. Like if oh, we're going, if we're going to a, you know, it, you know, sometimes you don't have a plan. You're like, oh, I just ended up at this cute coffee shop today. Yeah. So I'm just stories definitely aren't planned. Yeah. Unless we're doing a travel takeover. Yeah. Which we do every so often. Um, like if it's a gloomy day and we want to do like a Florida takeover, like yeah, you know, we'll we'll coordinate that. Do you but love that we keep bringing up Florida? I was gonna say like, <laughs> I know you guys travel a bunch, but you pretty much only talked about Florida. <laughs> so often because we both have family there yeah plus it's an awesome it's a great state yeah (laughs) highly underrated (laughs) so let's talk about travels I mean travel is I mean your relationship is the cornerstone of your brand but so is travel um tell me I mean I know this but let's tell the audience a little bit about your your background and why travel is so important to you travel's really important to me and my family um my family more specifically because my um, dad, well, both of my parents are from Italy, but my dad specifically um, grew up there on and off between there and um, Brooklyn, New York. And um, we have a big, you know, community of our family that's still there. So we would travel there, you know, every summer growing up and and live there. So travel was just a given. Um, And my parents actually met through um, Alitalia Airlines, they both worked as travel agents. So they traveled the world together and have been to every continent on the earth. Most of the countries in Europe, Asia, Africa. Yeah, they've really been all, all over. So their travel bug and, and their love for travel and seeing new places was really instilled in me at a, at a young age. So we would obviously do a lot of travel together Together, but a lot of it was back home in Italy. And I feel that a well-traveled person just has a better outlook on life. You know, small hometown things don't seem as big once you know what the real world is like. Yes, and then so just, true. I'm very artistic. And I feel like a lot of that is because I've seen so many places and experienced so many different things. And I think travel just is always so important to me and my family that I'll carry that over with my own family. Even my husband now has traveled so much more than he has, you know, growing up just being with me. Yeah. So for his, his first time leaving the country, we'll be going to Europe in, uh, in September, which is, I'm just like so excited for him. So yeah. And traveling throughout the U S was 
you know, is obviously still very exciting for me because we did a lot of European travel as a kid. So I'm still now getting so excited to go to different places all over our own country, which is cool. Um, On my end, we just, we always grew up traveling. Like the first time I ever went on an airplane, I was four months old, I think. So it's definitely been instilled in my brain since I was a kid. I always had a travel journal. So like anytime we went somewhere, I was writing down details about like restaurants we went to as, you know, a third grader. So, But then I would say most recently when I was in college, I had the opportunity to go on semester at sea, which was amazing. I got to go to Asia, Africa, um, landed, ended up in London at the end. So it's just, you know, I never, ever thought I would go to those places. And it kind of gave me the opportunity to see all these different cultures. And it was very eye-opening that the world is so big. And especially like growing up in a small hometown from New York, you live in such a bubble. Even, even at, Mm -hmm. even when I was in college, my friends, were always saying to me, like, Laura, you have to go abroad. You have to go abroad. You love traveling. It's such a bubble here. Mm-hmm. You know, go out and see the world. So I think that definitely kind of stuck with me. And it gave me even more of a bug than I originally had since being a kid. Um, and again, like, a lot of the things that I look forward to in the year is tra- is planning mm-hmm. out my travel schedule for the year. Um my boyfriend Dom does a lot of <laughs> planning with me and we kind of are like, okay, where are we going next? Or, you know, even in the next couple months, we have a lot of like long weekends. So we're even trying to take advantage and do like, where can we drive to? Let's just go to DC, Boston. So I think it's like a lot of times it's hard with money. You can't always just jet off to Europe for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's even going to like places like California. It's expensive. So I think it's really like making the most of what you can um and I think travels become such a important thing for millennials now like Mm -hmm. everyone just wants to go to new places and experience new things so domestic travel has definitely become more exciting to me also but yeah like I think the both of us have experienced this and talked about this like it's not just the big major cities that are cool mm-hmm. anymore. Now it's like we're right. finding these little pockets yeah. of places that have these cool places in them. Like um, my husband Jimmy and I talk about the fact that like in the last year, one of the coolest places that we've been to is Alpharetta, Georgia, which is it's outside <laughs> of Atlanta. Like I still haven't really been to the city of Atlanta, but we've now been to Alpharetta twice in the last year. And it's just this little hidden gem that has all these cool places. And like most people have never even heard of it before. So for people who don't, who may have a little bit of a travel bug, but maybe either afraid to take the, take the flights or don't have the budget to do so, like just drive an hour away from your hometown <laughs> and see what you can find. I guarantee you will find something. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I those... totally agree. And I think we are so big with the small little hidden gems on Sea and Explore. Because, I mean, I live in Philly. We're both from New York. And those cities, I mean, Philly is different because a lot of people don't know it as well yet. But, like, New York, everyone thinks of the big hot spots. But since we're from there, we love to explore New York City and go see different things and different areas that people haven't seen yet. And, like, living in Philly, granted, I've only been here a year and a half, but 
my favorite thing to do on the weekends is travel around Philly and find new places and new areas. So you could totally do that in your own city or like you said, just like drive an hour from wherever you live and explore like the East. If you live on the East coast, like the Northeast, there's so many great cities. It's, it's like, it's incredible. It is. It's really awesome. I mean, you could stay in one state for like a year and not exhaust yeah your options the hidden gems are just they're so key um I think a lot of times now I'll try and think of Dom always asks me like what's you know the your your favorite restaurant you went to this year or what was like the best place we went to this year and I think last year when we went to California we were in you know Ocean Beach which is (laughs) like right outside of San Diego we went to like this dingy little burrito place but it was the best burrito I've ever tasted so I think it's just finding those like little things that end up meaning the most to you and you remember them you know Mm -hmm. like for me especially with food I when I have a good meal at a restaurant (laughs) I remember it like I will you know like I think my one of my favorite restaurants is in Burlington Vermont because they have the best oysters I've ever tasted I can't even eat other oysters anymore (laughs) because I'm just always going to compare that so I think it's just finding those those ones that you associate good memories with mm-hmm. and also just especially for restaurants it's like if the food's good you're probably gonna remember it and I think yeah photographing it is even more of a way to remember it and hopefully share it with other people so they can go to also yeah I love that travel for the two of you isn't just what your your business is isn't just what your brand is it's like it is the thing that's fueling your creativity it sounds like mm-hmm. yes for sure yeah so guys when are we starting a travel podcast yeah seriously clearly we can talk a lot about travel. yes yes I, I would gladly talk about travel for hours <laughs> yeah um, so I want to I think end with talking about one more topic and that is the fact that this is really a side hustle for you guys. Both of you do other things. Um, so tell us about, do you struggle with that? Um, like, I guess, first of all, tell us, like, what, what are your day jobs? So I work at a media agency in Manhattan. Um, I've worked in media for three years. I'm now a, a digital media planner, um, which is amazing because I have a glimpse into like the digital world and it's definitely I think helped me in this business to to kind of see like how people are consuming content so I've kind of taken like that those nuggets of information and try and try to apply them to this as much as possible um I would say my my biggest struggle is because it is you know a a nine to six nine to nine to seven job it's finding the the time but I've kind of gotten it in my head like this is scene explorer is what I enjoy Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna make time for it like I'll you know try and come home after work and and dedicate a few hours whether it's like jumping on a Skype call with Sierra or making sure I'm just setting time aside to like write a blog post um if I have a Saturday that I'm free like a couple weeks ago I don't usually do this but I just had nothing to do so I walked like all the way uptown in Hoboken I went to a coffee shop and I just banged out a bunch of work so it it is it's a struggle because I wish I could be dedicating more to it Mm -hmm. but I think because I enjoy it so much you you'll make time for it you'll make it work um 
And I think in terms of, you know, we, we do post a photo every day, but I usually do it the night before Mm -hmm. or I'll do it like on my way to work or first thing when I wake up in the morning. So it's not interfering with the things that I have to get done during the day. It's not kind of like hanging over my head. Um, and you know, again, because we do have that relationship, we have that flexibility. If there is a day that I feel like I'm too busy, I, I, this happened, I think like two weeks ago, I shot Sierra text and I was like, listen, I'm swamped today. I didn't actually get to put a photo together. Can you just post? And you know, we, we just make it work. Yeah. Um, so my situation's a little different. I, since moving to Philly, I've been, um, just doing freelance graphics and social um, media stuff. So I've had a lot of time um, to focus on the blog, um, but I'm actually starting a full kind of nine to five, eight to four uh, job as a project coordinator at a nonprofit. So oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So that's starting in two weeks. So I feel like the whole planning aspect is I'm, you know, going to get a glimpse of that with um, how important it is to plan your post the night before so you can just click send the next day and have it, um, you know, go live. But for like this work blog balance so far, it's, I mean, I've had more time. So I feel like I have dedicated a lot to just the minuscule things that you need to do on social media you know, um, connecting with other Instagrammers, liking and commenting and just doing a little bit of research. So it's been a different experience, but I feel like if you love, if you love it as much as me and Laura, do you find the time to do it? Love it. And what let's, I think this will be a good thing to end with. What is, what's the future of CN Explorer? What are your big dreams and plans? And don't be afraid to say it. (sighs) I've, I always just picture my my future individual office space and I think you've given me inspiration just being in your own office um you know I I'd love to make this a full-time gig where we're working with you know people who need travel tips and then Mm -hmm. also integrating brands into our content would be awesome um you know, I'd, I'd love to, to make some money off of this eventually yeah. um, because it's, it's what I love. It's what I enjoy. It's my passion. Um, a few weeks ago, we were featured on um, this Mexican restaurant's Instagram, Bar Taco, and they had us do an Instagram takeover for them doing uh, covering their new secret taco. And then, you know, we did stories and posts on um, the food and the restaurant itself. And super that cool. was it was it so was, fun, and we had it was so, so much fun, fun with it. We yeah, were getting we paid to eat. You, we, you got a, yes. a fully paid experience that yes. you guys would have paid to do. It was a free meal. We we did and it not wasn't just a free meal. You guys got like access to their entire menu. Yeah, we didn't hold back. We <laughs> and I feel like experiencing that, we were both like, this is the ideal situation for us. Like, we would love to do this. One, we're getting to eat. <laughs> Two, we're getting to, you know, I mean, we had been there before, but like experience a new restaurant. And three, we're getting to share it with our followers and people who might be looking for, uh, you know, a restaurant like that in their area. So I feel like that is probably 
what we hope our future to be like, you know, exploring new places, getting to connect with people in the restaurant industry, hotel, you know, travel industry, and then sharing it with people, um, through Instagram and our blog would, you know, would be awesome for us to do this full time. And, you know, really like it's our passion. So to be able to have it as our career would be like so cool. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that it is your passion and you guys are, you're living this. I can't see any way that it won't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I think so too, especially like you were saying, it's been six months and we've, you know, done so much already. Mm-hmm. I can imagine what it'll be like in a year or two years from now. Yeah. So exciting. All right, guys. I mean, Laura already like out of the gate gave you guys a plug, but where can, <laughs> where can anyone listening to this finds you guys? Um, so our Instagram page is at C and Explorer. So it's S I E A N D E X P L A U R. Um, and then our blog is just cnexplorer.com. So cool. And we'll link to both of these um, on our show notes page. So awesome. If you guys don't want to look for them, you can just go there and, and click and find Laura and Sierra. And definitely, I mean, you've heard how friendly they are. Go say hi to them and yeah. um, I connect. And if there are any places that you want to, um, that you might be traveling sometime soon and you want some travel tips, like hit these girls up while they're still doing it for free. Yeah. They'll help you out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks again, Laura and Sierra. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Michelle. If you've enjoyed this episode, help us spread the word on social media. Tag us at Pod4Creatives on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and let us know what stood out to you the most. Looking forward to hearing from you.